Hello, you're listening to Shipful of Bombs Independent Radio Station, and this is Roots and Branches. My name's Doug Kay, and this is the Shipful of Bombs Independent Radio Station on www.sfob.co.uk. And uh, this is Roots and Branches. It's uh, my I'm hanging up my jazz boots for this program and putting on cowboy boots instead. And um, but at the controls today, I have um, Stephen Hastings again. Hello, Stephen. Hello there, Doug. Once, once back again. Here we are. Yes. Uh, how are you? I'm not too bad, thank you much. I'm looking forward to what you're going to play with this Americana theme. Good. I hope so. Because what you play from a jazz perspective, you've always got 
something strange and unknown in there and always some real mm-hmm. tasty treats as well. well definitely so. something strange in here today, so <laughs> I think you won't be disappointed on that uh, front. And what I'm doing, as I say, was that it's an Americana program and I've d- d- delved into my record collection and when I started collecting this sort of um, stuff that I'm going to play today was around about the mostly late 60s, 70s and 80s and that's when I think it was really at its at its best. So uh, a lot of the stuff I'm going to play today is from that era and a lot of it is based in Austin, Texas or there and thereabouts. Uh, I mean, a, a few other areas as well, but that's where I really got into this this um, kind of music. Um, we started off there with Web Wild or in the beat, Beatnecks and that was called Horror Hayride and that was from their 1986 debut album it came from Nashville and uh, that was a really good track and um, I'm going to follow that up with an equally good uh, band uh, the Beat Farmers from San Diego a track called California Kid and uh, this is from their 1986 album Tales of the New West and uh, I remember seeing them in the Mean Fiddler actually around about the time that this came out they were so loud that I'm actually holding them responsible for my tinnitus but really a band worth watching And so, yeah, this one's called The California Kid. Well, I rode into town on a crippled horse Got fired from a cattle drive up north The ropes of the gallows was swinging in the breeze All the wanted posters had pictures of me I got my club 45 right by my side California kid, I hope you're quite prepared to die. Tied what was left of my horse to a hitch. Walked into a saloon, they called the busted bitch. I ordered up a whiskey, he asked me for my bread. I paid him two bits and then I pumped him full of lead. I got my Colt 45 right by my side. Oh, I'm the California kid, I hope you're me with gunpowder breath. The ace of hearts was bleeding from her hip. I dragged her upstairs by her lower lip. I got my 45 right by my side. Oh, I'm the California kid. I hope you're quite prepared to die. All right, lay down. Did my boots, she untied my jeans, she untied my tubes I had tied in my teens. About that time the front door was kicked in. Well there stood some scumball all covered in sin. He said, That's my woman. I said, That's no lie. I blew a hole in him just as big as the sky. I got my club 45 right by my side. On the California kid.
Started off there with the Beat Farmers, uh, California Kid. Uh, follow that with Jason and the Scorchers, uh, who were formed in Nashville um, in 1981. And this is from their 1983 EP, a track called uh, Absolutely Sweet Marie, written by uh, Mr. Bob Dylan. A slightly different version, and uh, um, Stephen pointed that one out as well. You recognise that track, didn't you? 
It's it's difficult not to though, isn't it? But they say they. I like the fact they put a key change in the middle of it as well. That yeah. Dylan, Dylan admitted, frankly, yeah. but uh, all good. Uh, and then um, after Jason Scorchers, we had the Wagoneers, uh, who were formed in Austin in the early eighties, and this track Helltown uh, from their debut album called Stout and High. Uh, came out in 1989, actually, produced by Emery Gordy Jr. Uh, they only made two albums, actually, and uh, this is the only one I've got. The other one seems to be really hard to get hold of, but I uh, bought this one at the time when it came out. And uh, next up, uh, I'm going to play a few female singers and start off with Rosie Flores, uh, born in San Antonio, Texas, uh, but she played mainly in Austin and also in Los Angeles. Uh, the track I'm going to play is called Crying Over You, and it was from her first solo album that came out in 1987 of the same name, just called Rosie Flores.
I took time out to write to my old friend I walked across that burning bridge Mailed my letter off to Dallas But her reply came from Anchorage, Alaska She said Hey girl, it's about time you wrote It's been over two years, you know My old friend, take me back to the days Of the foreign telegrams And the all-night rock and rolling Hey Shell, we were wild then Hey Shell, you know it's kind of funny Texas always seems so big But you know you're in the largest state in the Union When you're anchored down in Anchorage Hey girl, I think the last time I saw you Was on me and Leroy's wedding day What was the name of that love song you played? I forgot how it goes I don't recall how it goes Anchorage Anchor down in Anchorage Leroy got a bed Job, so we moved. Kevin lost the tooth, now he started school. I got a brand new eight month old baby girl. I sound like a housewife. Hey, sir, I think I'm a housewife. Hey, girl, what's it like to be in New York? New York City, imagine that. Tell me, what's it like to be a skateboard punk rocker? Send a picture Leroy says hello Leroy says I'll keep on rocking girl Yeah, keep on rocking Hey Shell, you know it's kind of funny Texas always seems so big But you know you're in the largest state in the union when you're down in Anchorage, oh Anchorage, anchor down in Anchorage, oh
there we uh, started off there with rosie flores and then i followed rosie flores with michelle shocked uh, she was born in dallas texas in 1962 and uh, grew up listening to blues and singer-songwriters uh, people like guy clark and stuff like that and this track the track i played uh, anchorage is from her second album called short sharp shocked uh, which came out in 1988 and uh, she takes a look back at growing up in east texas so the songs are all about you know what how she grew up and people she knew and uh, I've always liked her, I've always liked Michelle Shocked. And um, we followed her up then with the Canadian-born Katie Lang, uh, Rose Garden, uh, written by Joe South, actually, back in 1967, and was a big hit for Lynn Anderson back then as well. And uh, this was from actually from her second album, as uh, Katie Lang and the Reclines, it's be, uh, before she actually went completely solo. And I think she had quite a big hit. I seem to remember that being played on Capital Radio quite a lot. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah, so it's going back a bit. Yeah. And then we finished off with Gillian Welsh, and that was from her 2003 LP, Soul Journey. And uh, that's recorded with David Rawlings and the track's No One Knows My Name. And uh, on that album, she adds more instrumentation. The first uh, few albums of hers are very sparse, uh, mostly with just the two of them on there. But this one, they added a few more instruments on there. But again, really nice album. But um, I'm going to switch to a bit of bluegrass now. Oh, I say. Do you like a bit of bluegrass? I do. I, I'm, I'm quite a fan of the Stanley Brothers, to be oh, honest. Oh, well, then you'll probably like uh, this uh, track <laughs> that I'm going to play next. They're called uh, Emerson and Waldron. And uh, this is from their 1970 album called uh, Bluegrass Country. And the track's called Fox on the Run, uh, which was uh, written by a Liverpudlian, actually, a um, bloke called Tony Hazard. It's not the same Fox on the Run that The Sweet did. Please, no. tell, please tell me it is. No, not their one, <laughs> but it is the same as Manfred Mann's one. Oh, OK. Yeah, fair play, so, fair play. Yeah. So it was recorded first by Manfred Mann in 1968 and had a top five hit with it. And uh, William Emerson, the founder member, uh, was a founder member of the Country Gentleman, and he's considered the finest uh, bluegrass banjo player. Uh, he only died last year, he was aged 83. And uh, Cliff Waldron, the other half of the group, was the founder member of the New Shades of Grass in the late 60s. And they were one of the uh, bands that sort of changed the face of bluegrass, sort of br brought it up to date a little bit more. Well, up to date in the 60s anyway, you know, but uh, it sort of uh, went on from there. A finer bluegrass player than Earl Scruggs. Is yes. that what you're saying here? Well, you, you can make your mind up when Whoa, you hear that's it. That's a eh? big old baton to throw down <laughs> there, my friend. <laughs> he is really good, though. Uh, this is Fox on the Run by Emerson Waldron. Fox on the run 
Like a fox. Like a fox. Like a fox on the run. Woman tempted me and took me for a ride, but like the weary fox, I need a place to hide. She walks through the corn, leading down to the river. Her hair shone like gold in the hot morning sun. She took all the love that a poor boy could give her and left me to die like a fox on the run. Like a fox, like a fox, like a fox on the run. We'll take a glass of wine and fortify your soul. We'll talk about. The game is nearly up, and the hounds are at my door. She walks through the corn, leading down to the river. Her hair shone like gold in the hot morning sun. She took all the love that a poor boy could give her, and left me to die like a fox on the run. Like a fox. Like a fox. Like a fox on the run.
Hey mama Here's a letter from your son Well I think my city days It ain't been three weeks since it came Hey mama I do remember what you said
started off with uh, Emerson Waldron with the Fox on the Run and followed that up with uh, Byron Berline, a fiddle player from Kansas, but uh, he moved to Oklahoma and he played with just about everybody from the Rolling Stones. He was on that country honk track. He was with, played with Dylan, the Eagles, the Dillards, Rod Stewart, even Manhattan Transfers, just about everyone. Uh, if you hear a fiddle player on there, it's usually Byron Berline, a uh, really uh, good player. And um, actually, a friend of mine over in America, Jane Frost, wrote a, a really good book about him, autobiography about him, and uh, biography about him. And uh, sadly, she passed away earlier this year. Um, but the book is definitely worth reading because, you know, all the memories of, of who he played with, there's just so many, too many to mention. Um, and he also played with some of the more traditional, uh, you know, Bill Monroe, uh, Flatten Scruggs, and people like that, and made some really good solo albums. Uh, the fa my favourite, which is the one I played the track from, it's called Dad's Favourites from 1977, and it's a traditional tune, uh, was called Miller's Reel, and uh, it's all the, the songs that he grew up listening to, or the tunes he grew up listening to. And um, after Byron, I played Larry Sparks, again, fine guitar player and mandolin player and singer. Uh, he was from Ohio, and the track um, that I played, John Deary Tractor, was the title track of his 1980 album, and uh, he played with uh, Ralph Stanley and the Clinch Mountain Boys uh, before leaving to form a band called the Lonesome Ramblers and then started uh, recording solo stuff. And then we finished up with a band called Old and in the Way. Um, that's a title that becomes more relevant with uh, every passing week. And um, uh, they were a short-lived band, released the on only the one album in 1973, and it was uh, Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead, David Grisman, Peter Rowan, Vassar Clements, and John Kahn, who were all old friends. And um, they recorded, they were old friends from the 60s and decided they wanted to go back and record a Roots album. So they all got together and recorded this one album. And uh, the stuff that they liked to do was Bill Monroe and the Stanley Brothers, uh, all stuff like that. So it is a really traditional type album. And after Jerry Garcia died in 1994, they did uh, release another couple of albums of previously unreleased stuff, but it was all recorded at the same time. And um, next up, I'm going to play a guy called Alvin Crow. Uh, he had a band called the Pleasant Valley Boys, and they, uh, re they've recorded quite a few albums, actually, but the one I'm going to play comes from 1976, uh, a track called Fiddler's Lady. 
And uh, Alvin began his career as a child prodigy, learning uh, to play the violin at just four years old and uh, began classical music training by the time he was seven. And uh, later on, when he was 12 years old, formed a rock and roll band. Uh, later then, he moved on to Amarillo, Texas, where he stayed and played Western Swing in the Bob, uh, Bob Wills sort of style and Texas country music. And he tended to play all around the area over there, but especially around Austin and a place called The Broken Spoke in Austin. And uh, I got to see him twice when he came over here and played the Mean Fiddler in the 80s, back to the Mean Fiddler again, and he w was really excellent. And uh, I was talking to uh, Stephen earlier on about the Fiddler, because you went there a few times. Yeah, I, d I, I believe I did, yes, quite a few years ago, but it was a, it's an iconic venue, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the guy who owned it, uh, Vince Power, had a furniture shop, actually, in Harleston okay. in the High Street, but had a lot of space behind. But he was uh, fanatical about uh, good country music, and he went over to Texas for holiday, and uh, just fell in love with the place and the music. And he, did, he had so much room at the back uh, where the storage was, he decided to convert that into a Texas mm. honky-tonk, you Very know, nice and really did a great job. But they got all the great bands uh, from America over there. I saw Lone Justice there, uh, Los Lobos there. You first saw Los Lobos there? Yeah, well that was done. There for, you know, we were all queuing outside to see them, and they just walked in, and nobody really knew who yeah. they were. And then they just broke the place down after that. And uh, people like Wes McGee, uh, Joe Ely, uh, countless number of Mo Bandy, everyone you think of, like big. I don't know how he did it, but he got everybody over there. I'd like to have seen Lone Justice. They had one massive album, didn't That's they? That's right. The I think it was the first one, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, because the singer, what's her name, Maria McKee, wasn't mm. it? She was uh, related to one of the guys in love. She wasn't was she? related. Brian McLean. Was wasn't she was related. I think it was his uncle or something, or or uh, she she. <laughs> Well, the other way around. I think he was her uncle or yeah, something. He along was, those yeah, kind of lines. Brian McLean was yeah, the other Yeah, and he um, wrote big chunks of Alone Again All, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yes, exactly. Okay. And uh, he had that really good voice. They sort of missed him when he left the band. Didn't yeah, they? he. He's he the one who wandered off. He became. Uh, he joined a cult, didn't he? Or yeah, something? he did. Yeah, I think as you do in California. Oh, you know, it's something on your bucket list, really. There you go, it, which yeah. is a bit like your man Vince, obviously going there and kind of bringing yeah, it back exactly, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but he did a great job on that, and that was a wonderful venue and mm. such a, a strange place, you know, in Harleston to have uh, something like that. But it was an iconic venue, and he went on to um, do all sorts of festivals around London then and, and open up different venues under the Mean I, Fiddler name. I remember he. It was the Flower Festival. He That's did right. For a while, yeah, that was it? in um, Finsbury Park, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's great stuff. And uh, yeah, the people like this, um, I mean, I was going back to the, uh, 76 when I heard this, uh, was, there was no internet then. So the way to find out about this was either to listen to the radio or, or to read magazines. And the stations I used to listen to were people like uh, Stuart Coleman, who used to do a great show called Echoes on Radio London. And um, Charlie Gillett was another one who, you know, you'd listen to his and pick up these sort of people on there. But someone I must mention is uh, Pete O'Brien, who did a little fanzine called Omaha Rainbow. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. No, I don't no. know that one. Yeah, he it was um, he went o he again he he was in love with the music. He went over to Austin, Texas, and got in touch with some of the people, and they put him up in the house, and he got there to interview all these fantastic people, like you know Towns Van Zant and all these other people, and put this fanzine together. <coughs> More or less, the, um, the name comes from a John Stewart song because uh, he was re a really big fan of John Stewart. So he got to interview him a few times. And actually, I got to see John Stewart at the Mean Fiddler as well. But it was such a great little magazine, that. So uh, I'd like to give him a mention on there, just in case anyone on here remembers him. <laughs> but anyway, I'll play here uh, now. I'll play Alvin Crow and the Pleasant Valley Boys and Fiddler's Lady. Down in Austin, at some old local beer joint down the street. 
We was gone and we was blowing, really driving them mad. So I played a breakdown, brought them to the beat. As I walked off the bandstand, a girl caught my eye. She strolled up and stuck out her hand. Well, she said that you don't know me, but I listened awful close. Cause I love a fiddle playing man. Well, I'm a fiddler's lady and I sure do feel crazy every time that I hear that fiddle play. I feel good all over from my toes to the shoulders and that's why I don't care if I say that I'm a fiddler's lady and don't think that maybe we might just have a little fun. Cause I don't want no guitar thumpers and I don't want no skinny drummers. I think that you might be the one. Slow. I'm just doing my 
job on the highway patrol. I'm a highway patrol, a highway patrol. My hours are long and my pay is low, but I'll do my best to keep you driving slow. I'm just doing my job on the highway patrol. Slippery, I do no sleeping. I get lonely. You can touch me if you want to. If I got poison, I just might bite you. I light circles on the sunlight, shine like diamonds on a dark night. Ain't no mercy in my smiling Only things in sweet beguiling
you're heating on Try to find me Skin a man through Dies behind me Solid hollow Wrapped in hatred Not a drop of Venom wasted Started off there with Alvin Crow and the Pleasant Valley Boys with Fiddler's Lady and then followed that up with uh, Junior Brown and he played steel guitar in Crow's band uh, for a few years and the track I played by him was from his uh, album called Git With It and it was called Highway Patrol and that came out in 1993 and then after that we had the Hot, Cl- the Hot Club of Cowtown and they're an acoustic trio from New York who um, play a blend of sort of Bob Wills Western Swing and Django Reinhardt type stuff. And uh, the track was called What's the, Matter, um, What's the Matter with the Mill? And that's uh, from their album that was a tribute to Bob Wills, uh, released in 2010. And then we finished off there with Towns Van Zandt, uh, born in Fort Worth, Texas. And that was from his 1979 LP, Flying Shoes. Uh, that was his uh, eighth album, actually. That song was called Snake Song. But that was the very first album I bought by him, actually. <laughs> Again, re- reading about it in Omaha Rainbow Towns, I never heard of the name before, but listening to what um, he said in the interview and everything, I thought it sounds good. And I was in, I know, I still remember where I was, down Oxford Street, uh, and there was a Virgin Records shop down there, and I walked, it was as normal to go in mm. and look in there, and saw this album in there and, and bought it straight away, and then bought everything else I could find by him. Uh, one of America's best kept secrets, he was, Tom he, he was kind of a troubled man, wasn't he? I'm yeah, well, he, he was a bit of a Hank Williams type character, really. You know, drink and sort of mm. stuff like that finished him off. But wrote some mean songs, you mm. know, really good songs, and had a great voice and good stage presence. His live albums are really worth checking out I, as well. I, I always had sort of un- misunderstood what his background was. I've read sometimes that he came from a very kind of almost like Grand Parsons, yeah. like a very so wealthy, wealthy middle. And yeah. then other times saying no, he, he it wasn't like that at all. But I, I did read somewhere that when he actually died, yeah. um, all he had was almost like a shack that he was living in yeah. and a boat. Oh, really? But the boat was on sort of dry dock, so uh-huh. to speak. It's just like it's odd. Yeah, but very. But he's one of those, you know, legendary type mm. people. But I say I still don't think he's as well known as he should be. You know, you still talk to people and they haven't heard of him. But you play the songs, you say, oh yeah, I've got that by yeah, Willie yeah. Nelson or something else, you know. But uh, he should really be have um, be more recognised than he is. So I'm going to play a few more singer-songwriters that came out of that area. And uh, the next one's Darden Smith. He was born in uh, Brennan, Texas. And uh, this track's from his second album. Uh, just called Darden Smith, actually, and the track's called Talk To Me. Well, turn off 
off the radio Turn around and talk to me in a voice Soft, soft and low Talk to me Talk to me Talk to me I got to have some attention Got to have all of your time Talking about affection, baby your job Kissing, baby, cause kisses never lie. Talk to me. You better talk to me. Talk to me, your love. Talk to me. Turn off TV. Turn off that video. Turn around and talk to me. of a big round white dance hall in a cool summer night red chair faces set black shoes in motion to the own papa rhythm of a german delight and i tried hard to tell you i was no kind of dancer take my hand to prove i was wrong 
got in me gently Though I thought I could never We were dancing together At the end of the song A taut little bald man Like a German war hero Would buck some old matrons To a quick John Paul Jones Drapes of crate paper A ball made a mirror Cast shiny reflections On a brass slide trombone And I tried hard to tell you I was no kind of dancer Take my hand to prove I was wrong You got in me gently Though I thought I could never We were dancing together The end of the song Still dancing with his band and partner Though the band had quit playing at the evening's end It made me feel lucky that I had a partner To teach me the dance steps and come back again I tried hard to tell you I was no kind of dancer Though I thought I could never We were dancing together At the end of the song And I tried hard to tell you Take my hand to prove I was wrong You got in me gently Though I thought I could never We were dancing together At the end of the song Some will call it a love song, honey lost in the melody, lost in the rain. Just another song about love gone funny, heard it before a thousand times. But it's shameless love that sings the song, when it's all been sung and the music ends. Tears are only salty water and the shameless love again. Some say love is an outlaw raven Sun goes down and away he flies Steal the blind man's watch and chain And ask politely for the time Shameless love makes a thief out of me Catch me, chain me to the prison walls And I'll rust the chains with salty water Shameless love will set me free Yes, me here's my heart and all that's in it Some say roses and some say thorns Some say I'm a fool to give it Crazy as a moon in a midnight storm But it's shameless love that killed the clown Somebody turn that spotlight down Wash his face in salty water When shameless love abounds 
Yeah, I wish you'd been the first to love me Take me to your Texas towered plains We could sleep and dream of one another Far away from the raven's wings And a shameless love makes a dreamer out of me Shameless love is all I feel Tears are only salty water And dreams are only real Yeah, some's gonna call it a love song Honey, lost in the melody Lost in the rhyme Just another song about love gone funny Heard it before a thousand times but a shameless love that sings the song When it's all been sung and the music ends Tears are only salty water and the shameless love again
I'm fading that one out just because there's a lot of um, crackles on there. It is a very old record, but um, they are all vinyl records that I'm playing today, apart from a couple of CDs that I've got uh, at the end. But um, it's all stuff from my collection. So obviously I didn't look after that one as well as I should have done. Um, but uh, where do we start there then? Yeah, oh yeah, we had uh, Darden Smith, didn't we? We started off with him, Talk To Me. A song that's quite relevant today, really, when you think about it. I mean, he's turning them to turn off the TV and the video and the radio, but now you could be telling people to turn their phones off and talk to me, couldn't you, really? So it was still relevant today. And then we had uh, Robert Earl Keane Jr., who uh, was born in Houston, Texas, No Kind of Dancer, and that was from his 1984 LP of the same name. That was his first album, and you, you liked that, didn't I you? I thought that was really cool. I, I particularly liked where you had that bit of brass coming on there as well towards yes, the end. It you can't it. beat a bit of brass. Well, really, exactly <laughs> that. <It's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then after um, Robert Alkeen, we had Eric Taylor, a very good singer-songwriter, born in Atlanta, Georgia. He moved to Austin on Towns Van Zandt's advice, actually, and he was married to Nancy Griffith uh, for a few years, uh, actually from 1976 to 82. And uh, after he died, um, she wrote, If you miss an opportunity to hear Eric Taylor, you've missed the chance to hear a voice I consider to be the William Faulkner of songwriting. Oh, I say. That's quite a statement, isn't it? I saw her name on the back there getting a... Uh... Yeah, she sings on there a few tracks as well. Hmm. And uh, the album uh, was called Shameless Love, and uh, that was the name of the track, came out in 1981. And uh, quite got a story again, as I do. Um, but I heard that and bought that LP in 1981 and played it to death. And a, a friend of mine, my friend John, who I worked with uh, back in the uh, early 70s, um, he came around. We always talked music and everything. And I and he, I played the album to him because we always sort of swapped who someone knew that we'd heard. And he fell in love with it and asked me to lend it to him. And I don't really lend uh, albums to people because I don't get them back normally. But because it was him, I said, OK, promised, to, you know, to give it back. And uh, he hung on to it for about a year or even two years. And, you know, I was getting a bit niggly about it. But then I hadn't heard from him in a while. And I phoned up and unfortunately heard that he was terminally ill. Oh. And yeah, so a very sad story that, and uh, I never got to see him again. He actually died, <coughs> excuse me, soon after that. And uh, I never had the heart to phone his wife up and say, can I have my LP back, you know? So, but I didn't anyway. So I heard then that... Um, can I just say, you're a more sensitive man uh, than me, don't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> you'd have gone around there, would you, and banged on the door. <laughs> I've done a Larry David, you know? And uh, But <laughs> he, anyway, but uh, he, I then heard it came out, but only on CD. So I thought, well... Uh, you know, I wanted the vinyl because it was what I bought originally. But I wrote uh, to Eric Taylor because they said it's available from him and uh, gave him the money in there, whether, whatever it was, a postal order or whatever, uh, asking for a copy of the CD. And I told him the story about John, you know, that I had mm. the LP all those years ago and, uh, you know, about him dying and I'd, I didn't have the heart to get it back. Anyway, so he sent me over the CD, but along with that, he sent me an album. It, and it looked like his own copy, to be honest, because well. it had coffee stains and everything of it. But he sent that over to me and, and signed it on the front of me as well which I thought was oh, so well. nice you know so uh, I kept in touch with him you know sort of quite quite a lot after that and again all the rest of his albums are all on CD um, he didn't release anything else on vinyl and, and died a few years ago sadly as well but a really good singer-songwriter and uh, then we finished up with Rodney Crowell I'm afraid the really scratchy copy that I'll have to replace it a track called Ain't Living Long Like This <coughs> and he was a singer-songwriter producer and he first came to my attention as a member of the hot band, uh, who Emily Harris's hot band. And I always thought he had a great voice, you know, when he sang harmonies. And he wrote some really nice songs for her as well. And uh, this, again, first solo album come out in 1977. 
and uh, I, I bought that straight away without even bothering to try and listen to it and I wasn't disappointed and uh, again the hot band play uh, backing him on most of these tracks and Emmylou Harris too, uh, uh, also doing back backing vocals and uh, he was married to Roseanne Cash for a while and produced some of her albums so he was son-in-law to Johnny Cash and uh, well, just to remind you that you're listening to a ship full of bombs independent radio station with me, Doug Kay. It's not a jazz show. It's called Roots and Branches. And I've dug into my record collection of the records that I was buying in the 70s and 80s uh, of the sort of acoustic singer songwriters, uh, uh, Americano type stuff. And uh, again, Stephen, thank you for producing the show for me today. And uh, next time, uh, talking to Johnny Cash, I'm going to play a track by Johnny Cash. And uh, this track's called, uh, what is it called? Uh, Mama, You've Been On My Mind, another Dylan song. When you wake up in the morning, baby, look inside your mirror, I won't be next to you. You know I won't be near I'd be curious to know if your reflection is as clear As the one that I've got on my mind Mama, you've been on my mind Perhaps it's the wind and the dark, dark night that's covering The crossroads that I'm at And maybe it's the weather or something like that But mama, you've been on my mind Mama, you've been on my mind Don't need trouble, please don't put me down Don't get upset, I am not pleading I won't say I'll forget And I won't pace the floor, bow down and bent But yet, Mama, you've been on my mind Mama, you've been on my mind Even though my mind is hazy and my thoughts are kind of narrow, where you've been don't bother me or bring me down with sorrow. It don't matter to me where you'll be waking up tomorrow, but mama, you've been on my mind. Mama, you've been on my mind. Let's do it. We can get the track. 
Well, the place was New York City, and the hour was growing late. We had walked from the streets of Harlem to the Greenwich Village gate. We were young and foolish and trying out for fame. He said James Dean was his name, and I held the rose that he gave me for.
started off there with uh, Johnny Cash and uh, he was actually the very first country artist that I bought uh, a record by actually uh, it was back in 1965 and uh, I was going home from work I was walking along 
Maribone Road, actually. And there was this little record shop I used to par- pass every day when I was going home. Tiny little place. And there was a sweet shop on one side and a little record shop on the other. And this old guy who used to uh, run the place looks a bit like David Dimble to be sitting in there and uh, very serious. Uh, but the window was full of classical music. You know, he's all your Debussy's and... Um, Tchaikovsky's and stuff covers in there so I always just used to glance at the covers when I went by and then one day I saw this Johnny Cash uh, record in there amongst all those and such a good cover I'll show you I don't know, did I show you the cover it's him sitting on top of a of a, of a train there and uh, it really caught my eye it's a fabulous eye. cover actually yeah and uh it, I just, I don't know, I just every day I walked past and all I could keep doing was looking at this Johnny Cash cover. And um, just around about then, one of the tracks from there was released and I heard it on the radio, it Ain't Me Babe, an, another Dylan song. So I thought, oh, I'm going to go in there and buy it. I really, really like it. So I walked in the shop and obviously he hadn't had a customer for hours and he jumped up um, to say, oh, you know, good afternoon, sir, you know, what do you want, this sort of thing. And uh, I walked up to Canada and his face just sank when I said, I'd like that Johnny Cash LP in the window. <laughs> you know, he was definitely hoping I was going to buy something classical and something obviously he was a connoisseur on this music and he sort of snatched the cover from the window sort of must have been the only copy he had in there and uh, said well I don't know whatever it was 32 shillings and that was it and not a please thank you or anything and you know he probably thought my god you know the rabble we're getting around here yeah so that was it but it was a great LP anyway and I I still play it today it's it's a really nice album by him and um, we follow that up with June Carter Cash there and uh, that was uh, one from her album uh, that came out in 1999 called Diamonds in the Rough. And um, where what's it called? Oh, yeah, I Used to Be Somebody. And it's a nice album, that, actually. Uh, it's one of her later things. Uh, it's really quite late, isn't it? 1999. So, And then we followed that up with the children, actually. Roseanne Cash, uh, Tennessee Flat Top Box, written by Johnny. And that was uh, from her 1970. 80, sorry, 1987 LP, King's, Ro- King's Record Shop. And that was produced by Rodney Kroll, who, we, um, who she was married to and I mentioned earlier on. And then we had Carleen Carter, Carleen Carter the daughter of June, and uh, fa- her father was Carl Smith, who also was a country singer. And that track was called Cry, and that's from her excellent 1980 album called Musical Shapes. And that was uh, produced by her husband, Nick Lowe, and featured uh, Lowe, Edmonds, and Billy Bremner on that album. Oh, wow. and, yeah, and we were just talking about Nick Lowe earlier, weren't we? We were. And, and I was saying, um, I think he would have been a, a much bigger, you know, more popular, bigger artist if he'd lived in America, because his music was a very American influence, Oh, wasn't absolutely, it? absolutely. And um, I don't know, I think we're talking, yeah, the book that Will Birch wrote, mm. uh, um, oh, God, I've forgotten the bloody title again it, now. Um, Cruel to be kind. Cruel to be kind. How could I forget? I just read it recently, actually, but my mind isn't what it used to be. Uh, excellent book, actually, and it's a really good story. And, you, you know, what he writes in there is quite an eye-opener about mm. Nick. You know, a lot of things I didn't know about the, him. The gentleman enjoyed a pint, I believe. Did he? He liked yes. it. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did like Yeah, and he lived in that place. Uh, where was it? Was it somewhere like Portobello or Notting Hill or something mm. like that? And it was like, a you know, everyone was dropping in there to set up and play and everything and but you know johnny cash came to stay there as well and uh it's um but yeah really good but as far as nick Lowe goes and you said you saw him live yeah, so as well, year, yeah. yeah um but yeah definitely a, a great great artist and um now i'm going to move over to joe ely uh born in Ar- amarillo texas and i uh, first heard of him in 1977 and got to see him live later on a few years later in dingwalls actually in camden uh, around about 1980, I think it was, and that's where this track was recorded. It's called Fingernails, 
and he was on tour with The Clash at the time, and it's from his LP called Live Shots. Crying 
like a rainbow If you were a train stop The conductor would sing low If you were a raindrop You'd be falling You'd be calling home Easy as high. 
they started off there with Joe Ely and uh, a track called Fingernails from his live album. And then we followed that up with another live album that was uh, from 1981 called Firewater by Butch Hancock. And he wrote a lot of songs for Joe, and including that one which we played by Butch himself there, If, I were a blue, if You Were a Bluebird. And uh, that was recorded live at the Alamo Lounge in Austin. And then we had another connection to Joe. There was Ponty Bone, born in San Antonio, Texas. And he was the accordion player in, in uh, Joe Ely's band. And uh, he made a few solo albums as well, which this one came from, uh, from 1986, uh, title track of his album, Easy as Pie. And again, I saw him over here a few times again at the Mean Fiddler and uh, got to speak to him there. Such a nice fella. And uh, he gave me his address and said, you know, keep in touch, you know, because he was just so happy that to come over and see how well his music was received. So uh, I kept in contact with him up until he died a few years ago. And he always used to send stuff over like bumper stickers and flyers because I was so interested uh, with what was going on over there. Uh, and uh, yeah, as I say, it's sad that he parted, but he was playing around that area right up until the end. He was still putting on good shows, did a lot of bluesy stuff as well. And we finished up there with Kimmy Rhodes, who was born in Lubbock. And that was from a 1985 album. It's the title track, uh, Man in the Moon. And uh, she, she went on to bigger things as well. She was, had a really good voice. And uh, now I'm coming up, we're getting near the end of the show. So I'm going to play a track by Marty Brom called Blue Tattoo. And that was from a 1999 album, Snake Ranch. And it was written by Terry Joyce. And uh, I uh, came into contact with Terry Joyce through MySpace, if you remember MySpace. That's uh, going back a bit, aren't oh, we? Oh, I like your style there, <laughs> bringing MySpace <laughs> yeah. into the show. Yeah, Excellent. Well, <laughs> that shows you how far back we're going. But uh, there was lots of musicians, and I got to know so many um, by being on there and she was one of them and uh, she wrote uh, she was mostly uh, writing songs for people more than recording them then but she was performing live all around uh, Texas uh, and uh, had a really good band called the Tagalong so I kept in contact with her and then she brought her own album out as well but I heard the Marty Brom track and and it was written by as I say Terry so I used to keep in touch with her and I still send her uh, the odd messages now and then we get back to each other but she does tour uh, Europe sometimes but never seen to come over to Great Britain, which is a shame because I'd like to see her live. Um, and she grew up in the uh, southeastern Virginia and she was listening to the music that her parents were playing, the country music, on the kitchen radio. And that's what she named her, her album when she brought it out. And uh, she stayed true to that music all the way through. She's never sort of wavered at all. And uh, she was a uh, great friend uh, with uh, Loretta Lynn, who sadly passed away last week. So uh, we thought I'd mention that as well. And her uh, solo album came out in 2009 called Kitchen Radio. So after um, Marty Brom, I'm going to play a track from that by Terry Joyce. And uh, apparently there's a new one in the pipeline that's coming out uh, later on this year. Um, but firstly, let's play Marty Brom. Oh, 
Uh, Terry Joyce with Belly Up from her Kitchen Radio album and look forward to the new one when it comes out and uh, we're just about done here so uh, I'd like to first thank uh, Steve for doing the production on here for me so thank you very much Stephen <laughs>
Always a pleasure. Fabulous choices, as uh, always. Did you find anything in there that was uh, quirky enough? For you? Cool. There's always quirky. Yes. Oh, well, you, the, yeah. okay. the one that I'm absolutely going to take away um, and follow up a bit more, I think it was that uh, Rodney Earl Keane. Uh, Robert Earl Keane, yeah. That was the one with the brass kind of yeah, area. Yeah, the no well. kind of dancer, yeah. Yeah, and I really like the Eric Taylor as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, Both of them got quite a lot of albums out that are definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a few people that I kind of knew, but those those, and Towns obviously is a a big fan of. But those two, really fabulous choices as always. Oh, great! Thank you very much. And uh, as I say, have you ever thought about doing a jazz show as well? Uh, No, I don't (laughs) like that sort of stuff. You know, it's rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) they all sound the same, don't they? That's right. Yeah, you heard one, you heard them all. Uh, but uh, thank you all uh, for listening. As I say, this uh, I'm not sure if this is a one-off program or we will be doing more. But um, you'll be doing more definitely. Yeah, okay, great. You, you've passed the audition. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I barely scratched the surface on this one. I mean, it was quite difficult to uh, get something to you know be a little bit different. But I've got so many stuff, that, so many uh, albums from that era and from that sort of region that I just wanted to fit as many in, but I will stretch out further uh, on my next show and go to different areas of America. But thank you all again for listening. Um, the show is called Roots and Branches, so look out for the next edition. And uh, we'll play out here with Joe King Carrasco, who uh, Stu Coleman used to play out with on his Echoes radio show, so I'll dedicate it to him. Thank you very much. Goodbye.